Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's poppin', y'all? PSA Hip Hop, man. Watching, what's good, bro? Yo. Yo. Hold up, son. Let me see if I, don't, I can't get you on up. Hold on. Hold on. Yo. Yo, can you hear me? Yo, what's good, my G? Good now. Yo, what's good? What's cracking. What's good? What's good? What's popping? Come on, son. You know what's the poppin', vibes, dude? man. The hip hop world wants us to discuss Nasir Jones, Nas, Nasty Nas, Lost Tapes, Part Two. Mister Watson, talk to me, man. Lost Tapes Part Two. Um, do you remember when Lost Tapes One came out? Yes. And what did you think about it when 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 it, when that whole project first came out? I rocked it in my G. Well, no, no ideas original was being burned, was being played nonstop. Word up. He had a song called My Way. I'm a Columbia record slave. So get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was dope, unreleased Nas material. So here we have another Nas Lost tape. What's funny about it is I just saw an interview with Nas, and Nas was like, he was in Russia at the World <laughs> Cup, and he didn't even know he was going to do another, uh, a, a lost tape until he talked to one to one of these people, one of these people, and they was like, "Yo, you should do another lost tape." So he was like, he had the music and the material, so he just put it out. You know what I'm saying? And this is what we have. There's something you and I spoke about off air, because uh, Watson had hit me up and was telling my talk, telling me, "Yo, three, there's a lot of commotion on Twitter. Why my dude just talking about why it's Nas?" Um, I'm paraphrasing what you're saying. I'm watching that. Um, why dudes basically complaining, so to speak, about the, the songs on Lost Tapes, part two? Yeah. Uh, it, it literally makes no sense. It's, it's unreleased material that because of the demand, because of his legendary iconic status, he's blessing us with it. Um, and guess what? We're better for it. We're better for it. This this solidified. Well, Nas has always been solidified, but what what it showed is that all those years where we never heard Nas rapping, Nas was rapping. He always has songs in the stash. Like I think he has more songs than this. You think this is it? You think this is every song Nas has ever? You know, he just said, "Yo, let me pick some joints and uh, let me and let me put them out there to let people well, know what I've been going we, through for the, we, for the last ten we years." We can say that about our favorite artists, though. But your favorite artist, I'm pretty sure, um, Dirty Spash, Benny. Black thought. No, no, no. You know I, what I mean? Absolutely. But the thing, I agree. But with, with Nas, is, Nas is different because Nas is considered the greatest wordsmith ever. He's he's held on a plateau as an all-time great. He's revered. He's survived. Let's be clear. He's been rapping. Me and you have been listening to him since 1991. We've been listening to Back him. Back to the girl again. Jesus. A lot of people who listen to hip-hop were not born, okay? Right. And the fact that me and you could be talking about Nas in 91, every year in the 90s, that's crazy, that's right? he was considered to the star. <laughs> that's crazy. And we're in 2019. And we still talking Nas. we still talk about Nas. It's, it's stagnant. This is almost 30 years. This is almost Man. 30 years of talking about Nas. So it's a testament. Let that brief a you know second, my nigga. Hold on, we gotta let that brief a second. How you broke that down? 
We've been listening to Nas since 91, my nigga. Since Back to the Grill, Large Professor. I, I was I, I go to Hell for Snuff in Jesus. Like, my dude, that's like... And guess what? Crazy. And, he, and, 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 and some of these songs, he talks about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. this body of work was basically an updated biography on Nas. Because when you think about where hip-hop is in the last 10 years, you know, the Drake era, the the the, the mumble rap era, the funny... This yeah. music ain't made for that crowd. That crowd, no. that generation, this is not the kind of hip-hop that they will respect, that they will appreciate or gravitate to. But for people like me and you, we hear it and we're like, wow, Nas, this is why we love Nas for so long. Right. Because he could do, he could rap. He was a great rapper and a great storyteller. And I feel personally that he highlighted that in some of these songs. Now, if you guys didn't hear me and um, Watson's back and forth about Nas' song Al Jarreau at a particular time, my gripe was, okay, Nas, you have 16 to 18 songs, so to speak, and it dropped that song as a single. And I simply stated also that I'm not going to judge Nas just off that particular song. Because I know he has other songs on hand that's probably better than that. And in fruition, yes, his song's better than that. Um, I want to go to a song that you like a lot. You were heavy on from the day I texted you about the material. You hit me up and told me one of your joints. Uh, let's talk about it, man. Vernon Family, produced by Pharrell. Sidebar Watson, before you go in, you and I also talked about we had concerns about the Pharrell joint. Did we not? I had big times concern because, you know, in my mind, when I think of Pharrell, I think knock yourself out. I think grinding. I think a party and a party to a thug. You know what I'm saying? That's the beat I'm thinking in my mind. And I'm like, that doesn't go well with Nas. But he completely flipped the script. And Vernon is it's just one of the standout songs on this. It's a song. Let me tell you how good Vernon is. If Nas said I recorded this yesterday, I would think it's, it's top notch. If Nas said this is this is how I rap right now, I just recorded this. I would I would be right. very satisfied. How would you feel if Nas was like I just did this song, and and you heard how it came? Uh, well, out. What, 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 uh, here's the thing: it's something you said because this the um list of songs that you talked about from Pharrell, those beats are I want to say grimy, but they had like a grimy feel to it. And let's be real, Pharrell's probably in a different space in his life when he's doing music, so. I don't have a problem with Vernon family. I mean, if you're from NYC, you probably wouldn't know where Vernon Street is from, being in Queensbridge. Um, you had Nas talking about 10th Street, 12th Street, Vernon niggas, um, talked about 1996. Nas sounded to me, uh, Watts, very upbeat on here, and he's painting a picture of QB, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? How, um, and, how would, and how would you consider the flow, the flow and delivery? I actually like the flow and delivery, my G. As you like it. That's what I'm saying. It's dope. I consider this Washington Ave, Collins Ave, cruising music. They blast us when you're going down them Aves. It gives you that, to me, summertime feel. This is a feel good. This, this, is, this, this is the way I feel when I hear that song. And, I, and the way he says now, it, Ripper 10th Street, 12th mm-hmm. Street, Vernon Fan, like he's saying that shit, and the beat is going boom, mm-hmm. boom, and it's not, yo, I, I, I fuck with it, man. I fuck this song. Hard body. Now, there's a line, <laughs> the sidebar here. It's funny, there's a line that I like, and then when me and Watson was talking off air, he says to me the line that he likes, and I'm like, damn, nigga, we're on the same page. 
uh, the bridge rappers influenced me, son. But if I was in the Juice Crew, we would have won. Dope line. That's a line for older heads. When he says that, so I'm the Juice Crew, right. one, why did he say that? Now, to, to the new generation, no disrespect to y'all, but he said that for a reason. One of the greatest battles was Empty Can versus KRS One. So that's what yes. he was referring to. That's why I said as soon as this album came out, he did not make this album for young boys. He just didn't. He did not make. He didn't put this out saying, "I hope this brings in people who like listening to the Migos." I hope people who like I'm listening to the Migos. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Go ahead. No, that. I apologize. No, no, no. I'm just saying. You could just tell him putting this out. He was not putting this out to introduce himself to young people. I think he's embraced the fact that niggas like me and you still listen to hip-hop, and we appreciate hip-hop. And he said, fuck it, I'm still going to make it for my people. I'm going to put this shit well, out. Everything you're saying is right about Nas, but can we make the argument that he's always been like that his whole career? That he does what he wants? More than Hov, to be honest? Like, Nas, to me, no. I know he got beat up for Uchi Wally and... um. The joint with um genuine and all that to try to do something different, you know. People like when Mob Deep made us um the song on One Twelve. I remember a lot of people had beef with the Mob Deep One Twelve joint. But I always thought Nas does music that he does what he wants. He's not trying to cater so, to radio play. I but but see, I think he did. And the reason why I say I think he did is because Illmatic was not a commercial success. It made him no, no. money. He watched big. Do what Pac did. Go for the bitches, go for the radio plate, and be nice. Mm-hmm. He watched both of those dudes do that and, and be bigger than him, and he had to reinvent himself for that for the It Was Written album. And come on, when you go get Lauryn Hill, you're getting the biggest act in music at the time. Yeah. The, Lauryn, Mary J., yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you're doing this album of the world, of the most catchy Song, so to me, I believe Nas wanted to do both. Nas always, um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but Nas, no, he's saying Nas well. I just feel Nas wanted to do. I, I feel Nas wanted to do both. But uh, Vernon fam, what did your dope song? I, I want to say this. I don't know how you feel about this. You probably, you probably feel me because you're probably one of the few people I can feel me on this. Nas at the end of the song, right? He started sh- shouting out QB era and dudes on the block and the homies. We're from an era when niggas used to shout out their whole block, their whole team in Queensbridge. Just to hear him shout out dudes. I don't hear that no more. Dudes shouting out I don't hear homies that no more. at the end of the and, song. And listen, people used to do that in the credits. In the credits, they would shout out their whole block. It wouldn't just be Damn. the A&Rs and the producers. It would be the whole block. <laughs> That's a fact, man. All right, man. Um, Next joint, Watts. Lost freestyle produced by a so dude before, that you before, and I show before, a lot of before, respect before, on. Before, Again. Hold on, before we go lost freestyle, isn't the first song No Bad Energy? I think I have a different list on my phone, though, Watts. Okay, so is No Bad first. Energy on your list? I just want to make sure yes, No yes. Bad Energy is on yes, your sir, list. Yes, sir, definitely. Okay, definitely, so the Lost, lost um, Freestyle, that was produced by Static Collector, right? Yeah, but I want to say something before you go in. I would say this. How many times have you and I saluted Static Selector on a production tip on the show? All the time. All the time. I think right. I, I believe Static Selector does hip-hop. Static Selector produces the way I would produce hip-hop, meaning mm. if you give me opportunity to work with the nicest MCs in my mind, think about this. Right. 
You do realize that Static Selector has produced four albums for two of my favorite MCs. Just full album. Rans- he did a full album with Crooked Eye. He did a full album with Ransom. He did, so he got songs right. with Black Thought, with Ray Kwan, you know what I'm saying? So to me, Static Selector does hip-hop the way so he's, he's about the art form. So obviously I have much respect for Static Selector. And he produced this lost mm-hmm. freestyle. What you thought about the... Uh, I like the sample in the beginning. I, I yeah. said the sample in the beginning. I like I like the sample a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? I thought Nas was on the street prophet talking, not watching. No question. He was talking about the home invasion. If he went on a home invasion with mm-hmm. you, how to, how to home invasion. So, you know, I'm thinking battle rap. You know, they talk about they go in the house and kidnap your <laughs> wife, smack this, this, and all yes. that kind of stuff. Nas basically rapped that, you know, the, the home invasion. And I like how, it, how Nas ended it when he was like, I'm the flyest. And when he said that, I was thinking about the drink with him and AZ on Stillmatic. Oh, Stillmatic. Okay. Okay. Right, right, Remember right, that? Right. That's on We yeah. but, when yeah. I, but when I heard him yeah. say that, you know, still a fly, so I'm like, I, I, uh, I like this joint, man. This, this is, this is, this is street, street poet, street prophet, Nas, nah, no question. Mm-hmm. Next song, my G, Tanisha, produced by the RZA. Me and the RZA connect. Talk to me, man. This is a fire beat. First of all, this is this is RZA. Wait. Before you go in, induction. Beat. If you didn't, if you didn't know the RZA did this beat, no one, you knew there was a RZA beat as soon as you heard it, right? Because I did. Because he had a lot going on in there. He, this is RZA. I believe RZA respected Nas so much that he, when he gave Nas this beat, I know Nas was like, yeah, and RZA was like, like you could tell there was mutual respect and admiration when they connected with this. You know what I'm saying? That's how I. That's well, how let's I, be that's real. Look, Nas, Nas was on Raekwon album. Nas was on the W. You know what I mean? So Nas and 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 the Wu always had that little special connection. You know what I'm always. saying? Always, always. I remember, always. I remember UMTD raps when it was Ray Nas and the Mob and Mob Deep chilling with uh, Dr. Dre and um, Ed Lover. Man, I used to have that shit on VHS. Man, I, I remember um, at the Source Awards when when Mob Deep went up there. They went up there with Ghostface. And he was like, yeah, yes, my little nigga. That's a but, fact. But then, you know what So, they always been um, A story about a shorty named Tanasia. He doesn't know if shorty's from Queensbridge or Asia. A storytelling song by Nas. Um, Tanasia sounded like a hood Asian chick. And she burned trees. I thought the hook was okay. And Nas gave us three verses, man. Looks like Janet, dance like Michael, you know. Alright, alright, drink. I want you I want I want you to highlight and I want you to give him over credit for the three verses. I want you to give him over, oh, credit, over credit because, because nobody okay. I, the reason yes. why we're gonna give him over credit because nobody does that. Nobody gives us three That's verses. Yeah. Okay? And he That's said true. on several so every song he gives three verses on a lot of, I a lot highlighted of it and I highlighted it and, and, and we're going to give it a lot of props. Because that means mm-hmm. he's rapping, rapping. He's rapping, and, and I'm gonna, and, and that's what. So wait a minute, Nas is giving us three verses, but none of your favorite rappers can give us three verses. That's try to trick us with a verse, and then throw two of your homies on there, or try to trick us with a verse. Come on, man. That's why Nas keeping the hundred, man. I like this song, brother. I like this song. He's talking about Governor Cuomo. You know what I'm saying? You know Nas. Yes. Oh, it's got Nas always tried to throw some shit. That's why when Hov was like, this shit is God, but he's trying to take knowledge. 
Nas always right. tries to kick knowledge, doesn't he? Yes, no, he but I'm just does. trying to Shout highlight. Up, Nas yeah. always tries to kick. Not, well, not, not try, but Nas. He does. That's the kind of rap he's into, and he doesn't sound whack doing it. When Nas goes conscious, he doesn't sound whack doing it, because he's always tried to kick some some of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tanisha's like a dog. My guy. Royalty featuring Ravar, produced by Hitboy. Let me go here right quick. I like the hook, and I'll shorty started the melody. Another storytelling song by Nas. I like the beat. And like Watch just said, I have to highlight another joint with three verses. I actually like this song. I see people are down on this particular song. But to be honest, Watch, I, I like Shorty on the hook a lot. The second verse, he's talking about basketball wives, um, Nas shitting on reality TV, so to speak. I thought Nas was on his grown man shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's, to be I honest, it feels like a Shorty featuring Nas. Because to me, Shorty on the hook. Gives the song a lot of justice. I thought Nas spazzed on his second verse. I thought he spazzed on the second verse. I agree with everything yes. you said. I agree. The shorty, uh, uh, she, she, to me, this is what makes a dope song. Nas is in the storytelling bag. Dope hook from a female. Gives you a dope mm-hmm. first verse, but then he spazzed on the second verse. Nothing like coming home to grub. Yeah, that's true. Who don't like that? You know what I'm saying? Whenever you, wherever you, I'm raising my hand right now, my G. You come home, huh? I'm raising my hand right now when you said that. Just about the club part. Yeah, that's good. I'm raising my hand like yeah, that's real. Immediately was like, yeah. You know that feeling when you when you gotta go out to get the food, the food. Come on, man. I like this joint. This is to me three verses. Was this three verses? Was this three verses? Was this three verses? Three verses. Three verses. Another three verses. So this is because Nas had reverse a reverse. verse. He had he had the hook, then the verse, then the, the all the verse was kind of short. You know what I'm saying? They weren't long verse. The first right. verse was kind of short. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This I is, like this uh, song. This, 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 don't give up on your family, like your queens, around your leg. You know what I mean? Don't take the poison and, and talk. The, I like it. Man. Yeah, it, I, I like it too, man. Okay, already, 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 it's better than I said. Yes. Yeah. By far. By far. Already. Already. By far. All right. Um, next song. Who are you? Featuring David Rayner, produced by Eric Hudson. Watson, talk to me now. Love this hook. The fir- uh, uh, I love Nas's hook. I think Nas is displaying his lyrical ability. You know, the second he said, "Thinking of a master plan," what's the first thing I thought? The way he said that. The it's just the first thing I thought. You don't even gotta <laughs> too, say your name. When you say that, you are paying yes. homage because you you, you can't up, say thinking of a master plan. You cannot say yeah. thinking of a master plan without that. That's like my nigga. That's like yeah. hip hop law. That's like hip hop law. You know what I mean? Once you hear that, yes, yeah. Rakim. You know what I mean? Listen, another storytelling song by Nas. Nas talking about his man's getting his masters in college. Now. You know how you enter the so-called white man society. You know Nas is infamous for dropping infamous uh, leaders, black leaders, Marcus Garvey, Muhammad Ali. You know George Washington. I Carpenter. like that man. See, uh, see, I like that. That's 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 the kicking knowledge song. Now listen, I'm not bring. I'm not trying to create a debate, nothing, but that's the kicking knowledge aspect 
that Jay used against Nas when he said your shit is garbage, which you're trying to kick knowledge. Because Nas would always have a song where he throw some shit in like that. You know what I'm saying? Is it Uchi Wally? Is it one yeah, I'm not shit on Nas, but some songs he has when he's dropping gems, I think some of the beats might not have gone with some of the stuff he's talking about. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with Nas as an MC, as a rapper. And Jay, but the, no, 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 just a production that goes to the, take his the strength and, and use it, it against him. I understand that, but Nas's strength is not like subconscious shit. He likes to keep yeah, knowledge. Nice. He nice. likes to do that. Like that, that he, he never stops. So um, I like this joint. I will I say like this. This, this is not a song joint. I'm gonna go back to, my guy. I'm gonna be real, fam. Okay, this is a song, this is a song that I really like a lot, and I go back to it. Remember, I'm from yeah. the mortal technique ever, the dead press ever, the Talib Kweli most stuff ever. So when I hear shit like this, it means something to me. It means a lot to me, actually. So this is a song I go back to. No question about it. When I hear Nas rap like this, I'm like, yeah. Like, I feel that shit. All right. I'm going to set it off here. Next song, adult film featuring Swizz Beats, produced by Swizz Beats. Um, something that I, I thought about you. When this in the beginning, the Big Daddy Kane Raw sample in the beginning of Adult yeah. Film, I, I yeah. didn't think about you because that's Kane right there. For you young niggas who might not know about that, go check out our Big Daddy Kane appreciation. Neither here nor there. Um, Alicia Keys on the piano does not sound like a Swiss beat at all. Um, now I was talking about I'm a chore from the chest and high in north, but below the waist, I'm a dog. I don't like Swiss beat on a hook at all. Wait for me, Swizzy. I'm sorry. Mm. Archie Bunker, well, I did not like Swizz on the, on the hook at all, man. Talk to me. Like three verses. So, you know, so this is the way I look at it. If you don't like Swizz on this hook, then you don't like Swizz doing hooks. Because this is oh, a typical Swizz hook. Life begins so, right now. Life begins Swiss right now. I hate it. It's like, like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you know what? That's it. Because here's the thing. That's Swizz on the hook. But, like, that's how Swizz sounds when Swizz does a hook. So that's the important thing. It didn't sound good on this particular beat, man. On this beat, it didn't sound good. Okay. All right, but I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was solid. Rob uh, and Nas. Uh, um, so what piano? We're talking about the piano. Remember, we come from the, we come from the most oh, no? religious piano. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we come from the, the piano. That's why I highlighted yo, the piano. I highlighted on every yo, song the piano. Yeah. The piano and the horn. For me, because I swear to God, man, yep. sidebar on brand new being Spunk's job up to get beat down, my nigga. The horns on there is everything to me, my nigga. Everything, why? I'm talking about everything, son. Everything to me, man. But what about so, yeah, the, what, the piano? Man. What about the what about the horns on they reminisce? Oh my God, Jesus, yeah, man, shit like that, man, shit like that, last Um, next song, my G, War Against Love, produced by DJ. Dahi, Khalil, and DJ Khalil, two niggas on there. Talk to me, man. War against this love. Is a, this is an absolute... This shit is garbage. What you trying to kick knowledge? This is a political, conscious Nas yeah. song, right? He's kicking knowledge over a smooth beat. Uh, I like the production. And this is and this is who Nas has always been. Nas is not sticking. When you hear a song like this, you always know Nas will throw you with a... Um, <laughs> Uchi Wally, you, should, you know, Jenny yeah. song. But then he'll hit mm-hmm. you with War Against Love, where he wants to drop gems. So hit you with an I can. 
That's who he's always been, man. So this, this, this is not. Are we? Are you? Hold on. Are you comparing this song to I Can? No, I'm saying he's oh, politically okay. conscious on this song. He's politically conscious on this song. And, yes. dropping it. and here's the thing. Um, I can't compare it to I Can because it's his lyrics. It's him compared to himself. And I'm just saying this is a song where he's kicking consciousness. To a lot of people, they don't want to hear that. Dipset fans don't want to hear that. <laughs> I'm a Dipset fan. I can juggle both, man. Pause. I would say this. <laughs> you know. Now saluting Africans, <laughs> Africa. No, he's saluting Africans. Africa showing love to the Caribbean also. Um, I felt this yeah. song, it, it, it kind of gave me that distant relatives kind of vibe with Damian Marley when he did a distant relatives I, project. I, I, I agree. You know what I mean? I, I agree. The beat goes with the flow. I would say this. The beat goes with the flow. It does. I don't know Agreed. if it's going to front. But I wonder if a lot of people are going to go back to this particular song because it's called War Against Love. So talking about, but okay. I think the conscious community would. They getting what conscious community? With me and you saying, "Yo, we part of the conscious community." When we listen to Chuck, Chuck being public enemy, or we listen to Karis One, well, kick, you must learn. Was we like, "Yo, man, we we conscious rap, man. We conscious rap. We listen well, to Chuck Brothers." Let me tell you why I say that. Kind of let me let me tell you why I say I say that. Right in our age group, right? I think we are connected still to the conscious. That's what I mean right now. Because there's other dudes that's our age. They don't like Benny. They don't like Pusha T. They still listen to Public Enemy. They still like. They would like songs like War Against Love. You know what I'm saying? Compared to Tanner Talk Three Type Talk, I think we just have a balance I, where I, we could appreciate the consciousness, the street music. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I agree, but that's why I said this album was not made for young motherfuckers. It's just not. The, the stuff he's talking about, the references, y'all not going to catch it, y'all not going to get it, and he's not rapping like Offset on Clout. And the reason why I have to use the way Offset rapped on Clout, because that's modern-day MCing to the youth of today. That kind of mm. rapping. So, do you think 17-year-olds 17 year old, 17 to 25 divides this? No, absolutely not. Are we short-changing our young hip-hop audience? I have nephews and nieces who are my age, who are in their early 20s. This ain't right. for them. This is not even on their radar. <laughs> nothing to them that this came out. It means nothing right. to them. And why should it? We're talking about an MC. Like, who, we're talking about an MC who came out in 1991, and the people and in the was born. generation and niggas born wasn't born. in 2000, <laughs> and they wasn't born. That's straight up. You could be in your, think about it. Right. You could be in your, if you're, 28, you wasn't born when I started rapping. That's crazy. Hey. Wow. Live at the bar is right. older than you if, you if you're 28. So. Word. Yeah. Next song, one of my favorite songs. Well, not one of my favorites. My favorite song on Lost Tapes Part 2 is called The Art of It featuring Jay Myers Produce. Pause. The Chocolate Boy Wonder. Pete Rock, Money Earning, Mount Vernon. Talk to me, Watson. This is a dope song. You know, when Nas said British Night, I'm like, yo, Nas, you talking uh, to me? Night. Are you talking to my generation? Like, who? Like, here's the thing. Who are you talking to when you say that? Not talking to niggas who wear k Not talking to niggas who wear Jordans. Because you're talking before that ever. Talking early. Like, like, the shit he talking about? Come on, man. And mm-hmm. Him and Pete Rock, you know what bothers me? 
Nas, why did you stop fucking with P-Rock on your music? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because, Let's talk about it. When, Let's talk about it. When you hear the song, you can clearly see this is this, this brings out the best in who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never understood when a collaboration ain't broke. If it ain't broke, you don't got to fix it. And I always felt, I always felt that, um, hold the nah, Primo. Primo more than P-Rock? No, 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 no. I always felt whole stop fucking with Primo at the end of the 90s for no other reason that he just, I don't know why. And Nas, why'd you stop fucking with P-Rock? Like, it, it made no sense. How many you Nas know, P-Rock changes is there after, after um, The World Is Yours, though? Word. Did they collaborate with a lot of songs on that? That's what I'm saying. After The World Is Yours. Well, I mean, I don't think Pete was on, he wasn't on Illmatic. I mean, I mean, still, I mean, still matter. It was written, right? Son, this might be the last. This might be the second time Nas and Peabody linked up. Nah, Peabody did more than one song. Peabody did more than one song on, on Illmatic. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about lost tapes. I'm talking about in general. No, 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 my nigga. I'm talking about in general. Oh, not off this project. I'm looking right now, fam. I don't see a lot of Nas P Rock joints that I'm looking right now on the computer, fam. It's the world yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's why I always wondered. That's crazy. P Rock is talking about, yo, I'm about to make this classic joint with Sky Zoo and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying. Relax. Why don't do that. Don't say it like that. Don't say it like that. Don't say it like that. No, no, I'm saying it like that because Pete Rock, come on, man. It's been fucking almost 30 years. Why haven't they done a lot of music together? I would like that's to know. crazy. That's wow. Son. Somebody asked Pete Rock. Somebody asked Nas. How come y'all don't have a lot? Of, how come y'all don't work together a lot? What, what was that all about? Y'all ain't got no song you know? in the stash. I will say this, Watts. Well, my favorite song on here, man. Yeah. If niggas did not know, Pete Rock took the sample from Uptown Anthem and straightened it out and finessed this shit to a fucking T. Nah. Then three versions now on here. Yeah, I mean, talking about getting divorced and he's 36 years old. That spoke volumes to me when I heard him saying he's 36 years old. 36 years old, because Nas, you're me and Watson's age, man. But neither handle that, yeah, bro. So that means that him and P. Rock clearly did music linked up years ago, and, mm-hmm. and did music together. And this song is and Nas is just not let, and Nas is just letting it out the vault. But this song is fire, fire. Well, let me just show you. I gotta highlight like, something. You said vault. I'm gonna cut you off. You said vault, and, I, and the reason why I'm highlighting that word, you said vault. I think it's, it's good for the conversation you and I had off air. This is called Lost Tapes Part 2, y'all. It's almost like you can say Lost Tapes 2, a.k.a. unreleased songs. Would you feel me on that, Wax? A hundred percent. Nas could have called, first of all, Lost Tapes is a marketing thing. He just could have called this unreleased material. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or The Vault. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, the vault one of your favorite yeah. songs is the song he did when he was 36 years old, 10 years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask yeah. you a question. All right. How does this song sound compared to whatever your favorite music is today? How does this song sound compared to that? The way Nas is My rapping, nigga, it gave, the me level this, of it gave me that. Once I heard this song, once I got to this song, it was on repeat for like four times. I put it on repeat. I, from the beat. I'm like, ah, oh, I repeat. That's what I'm just saying to myself. I'm listening to the joke. Like, ah, yeah. 
I'm rocking with it heavy. My favorite song on here, man. In rotation right now, mm-hmm. as we speak. No doubt, no doubt. In rotation, no doubt. Since since, since, since this project dropped, man. Um, next song, Watts, Queens Wolf, produced by DJ Toomp, my G. Talk to me, man. This is a dope song. I think the first verse he's spitting his autobiography. I love his yeah. first verse. I think it's a dope display of lyricism. I think this is smooth. DJ Toomp, Big Brother, known from Big Brother, Kanye. Y'all remember that yeah. song? That's that's his that's his famous song. Um, and I I like this song. I like this collaboration. I thought it worked, and I thought it was Nas just be, being a dope wordsmith, pen hitting the paper. Because guess what, y'all? Nas never said, I don't write my rhymes. He never said that. <laughs> Nas never ran out. I don't write rhymes, man. I just want the studio, man. Just lay my vocals, man. Sounding dumb as hell saying it, but he never would say no shit like that. I would say this, Watts. My favorite storytelling song. No, my favorite storytelling song from Nas on his album was Queen's Wolf. You know so, what I mean? Now, um, this. Yo. Nas on storytelling. Could what you, you say? He's been telling stories on a lot of these songs. Where do you a got lot. him as a storyteller MC? Where do you got him as a storytelling MC? All right, let's go here. Now, when we do storytelling, my, my storytelling guys will be Nas, Lickrick, of course. I got to throw Tony Starks, Dennis Cole, a.k.a. Ghostface Killer, in their hard body code. Body. That's just a fact. Um, Big is in there also. Uh, is not is Nas over slick right when it comes to storytelling? Well, niggas not gonna do that because a, Slick Rick's first album was called Adventures of Slick Rick, and majority of the album was just storytelling to the to the teen, Indian girl kid. And you and, know what I mean? and 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 Nas himself wouldn't say it because it influenced them. If you notice, rappers Styles P said it the best. Styles P said the rappers who I used to listen to when I was in high school. I thought that was the greatest rap could ever be. It could never get no better than that. So even when he started being rapping, he always felt he was better than his peers. But the dudes who, mm. like, inspired him and made him want to rap, he never put himself yeah. over them. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. how slick to me. I don't think Nas would do that either. That's I can't see Nas saying I'm a better storyteller. Nas will never say that. But me and you now, we're judging 30 years, man. Does not paint that picture when he tells his story? Hold on, man. One love is one of the fucking parts of my language. One love is some of the greatest writing, storytelling, vivid picture. Like, what your fam? One love? This third verse on One Love is one of my favorite verses from Nas. Yeah, I got to put Nas on his first book when it comes to storytelling. It's just a body of work. I'm just, I'm sorry, I, and, can't go, I, oh, I, 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 hundred percent. Every album, I, I'm dying in love, my nigga. You and I talk about undying I, love on this let, show how many times? Let me just tell you this. Undying love is one of the greatest storytelling hip hop songs in hip hop history. It's never talked I about. Agree. I have no I idea why that song is, it was, it was one of my go-to songs or I am. I was like, Joe Budden, three sides of the story, too, though. Sure. I got to throw my man Joe huh? Budden a bone here. Joe Budden, Joe Budden, three sides of a story. It's some great storytelling, too, though. I just want to say that, too. But I do like this song a lot, man. Um, next song, man, It Never Ends, produced by the Alchemist. Watch, talk to me, man. 
Let me ask you something. Why do you think I love this song? I'm going to tell you, I, I know exactly why you love this song. Watch how right I am. Why? Watch yeah, how, it's, how, it's how you got to know say. your brother and your partner. This is why I say, this is why I say um, continuity and chemistry, it's very key. There was a lot of name dropping from a lot of old school artists, Nas. A lot of Chuck Rock right. talk, Nas. <laughs> a lot of Biggie. Let's be real. Uh-huh. He basically showed big uh-huh. extra love. Uh-huh. On this joint, uh-huh. that might be number one reason uh-huh. why you like it. Forget the Chub Rock talk for a second, because he really flew the B.I.G. So, you already know why I love this song. And why I love this song is because it lets me know Nas as someone who's like me and you in our age. Nas is literally listening to the same exact music me and you was listening to. He didn't yeah, listen to nobody else different. It was the same exact music. And I remember when me and you had a screaming Sorry. match about Chubb. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, about Chubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, there was a moment in time in hip-hop where Chubb was at the table with all with Rod, with Rod Kane and all the niggas. He was there. 89, 90. I don't want to debate that again, my nigga, but I don't know Chubb with Rod Kane. Yo, my nigga, can I ask a question? Let me ask a ill question. Who did Nas rap with on Back to the Grill again? Red Hot Lover Tone, Chub Rock, MC Search. That's what I'm saying. Chub was on so there. think about yeah. at that point. When Nas rapped with Chub Rock by Back to the Grill again, Chub Rock had two albums out. Chub Rock had hits already. So he looked at Chub Rock like... Yeah, Cheetah Wright was bubbling, not, though. Cheetah Wright was bubbling in the streets, though. <laughs> it was bubbling in the streets. Bubbling, though. it was the end, though. Chub Rock is Jamaican also. Let me give him a shout-out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the hook, I got seven Mac eleven. It's about eight thirty-eight yeah. seven nine. The shit's never end. Yeah. So you know, to me, I love this. And now let me say another thing about this music: the homage Nas paid to B.I.G. P.O.P.P.A. meant everything to me. On one of the, it meant everything to me. He was saluting Big throughout this album, man, and I loved it. I, Sidebar. It lets me know. Sidebar. Yeah. It really pains me that not, we never got a Nas and Big joint, man. Pains me. I, we would have got pains one, me. though. We would have got one. There's no question about yeah, it. We would have got, got one. one. Yeah, we would have got one. I don't care, yo, no I don't care what nobody say. Nas knew Big was that nigga, and Big knew Nas was that nigga. Vice versa. Because one thing about Big, one thing about Big, because, hold on, well, watch. One thing we know about Big all the stories we heard throughout the years of B.I. Yo, he loved hip-hop artists, my nigga. Like, Biggie loved, loved the Wu, loved the mob. Like, Biggie, you know what I mean? Love Buster. Wait, 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 wait. Love Buster Rhymes. Love the brand yes. newbie. Black Moon. Love yes. Buster Nature. Black Moon. Love, like, come on. Yeah. I, you know why I know it? Because my friends in high school went to junior high school with Big. I was like, yo, you look mm-hmm. And they was like, yeah, but they didn't know he was going to become who he became. But the point is, right. I love Nas's overall salute to Biggie throughout this whole album. And it was called Paying Homage. And that meant something to me. So you know I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next song, You Mean the World to Me, not to get confused by Killer Cam, You Mean the World to Me on Sports Drugs Entertainment. Produced by Con Weezy, he gets a slot on this album. Talk to me, man. You mean the world to me. This is my least favorite song on the whole album. This one. Mine too. This is the one Amen. that did Church. not, I didn't feel it at all. 
Now, he's so talking about relationships. The Absolutely. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Actually, this, <laughs> this is where the fast forward comes, right here. This is where I'm like, but, okay. but we already ten songs in. Um, yeah, this is not one of my favorite songs, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about relationships, but I just wasn't feeling this song. A lot this of times on this album, a lot of relationship talk on this project. A lot. Divorce talk. Well, wasn't Nas going through Asia. a lot of public relationship drama in his life? Yes. Carmen writing books because about him, yeah. 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 yeah, man. Hey, by the way, that's an, you know what's crazy? That's another theme of his life. You know, I, I'm you know, I'm not going to go off on a tangent. I want to, but I'm not. But, boy, now mm. he's really rapping about relationships Heavy. all the time. Heavy. Yeah, Heavy. because in, in – All right. Even though life is good. No question. Good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say this. Um, like you said, another story about Shorty. Production from Kanye. Kind of late registration is kind of a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, telling the story, you want to start with this life. Is not a good, this ain't a good match. Nas step daddy and all that. Nas made sure to leave her due for him, basically, and he got trust issues. Yeah. Listen, it, it, it was a relationship talk, and Nas wanted to get out of the system. I guess this was therapeutic for him to write it. That's I like, how I'm I like 38 Special. I like 38 Special yesterday's song more than this one. Cyborg. I 100% agree. <laughs> There's not even a debate to that. Uh, next song, my G. Queensbridge Politics, produced by Pete Rock. Second track from Pete Rock on Lost Tapes to Watch. Talk to me. Would you call this I know song, you love this song. An, would you call this song an introspective song? Yes, it did give me that Destroying the Bill Part 2 kind of vibe. Once again, there's a period of Queensbridge. Mm-hmm. There's a period of Queensbridge Nas doesn't talk about. This was like one of the first times you really hear him talk about this era. He'll always say something about Shan or whatever, but to me, I loved hearing him talk about Marley Moore, Shan, Roxanne, UTFO. UTFO. Sidebar, let me yeah. just say something about him saying UTFO. UTFO doesn't have a classic album, but for my age group, there's nobody in my age group who cannot tell you how UTFO's Roxanne Roxanne did not impact their life. That was I one of the biggest songs in hip hop history. I was, damn, what? Yo, my nigga, see, shout see, out to see, the Kango Kid, educated rapper, Kango, um, and Dr. Ice. What's, what's really good? My man, my man, what's really good, what's really good is when that song came on, we we had the pause tape, and we wrote the words down to the whole song, memorized it, so we could rap the whole song of Roxanne Roxanne. And I think the thing people don't understand is when people talk about him, oh, they one hit wonders, or they only have one album. But that one song that's had a big impact Yo, on the hip hop culture than like anything, huh? Yo, but that's for nothing though. When I had a, my cousin, cousins and I was rocking the UCFO tape, they had some joints on there that I liked though. They did. Besides Roxanne they did, Roxanne. But, but, Yo, but but Roxanne Roxanne was so good. Think about this. We're talking about a song from 1984. Mm. And I could rap that shit like it was like I just heard it. <laughs> there go that girl, yeah. girl Roxanne, she's all stuck up. Why did you say that? Because she wouldn't give a guy like me yeah. no rap. Like that song yeah. meant everything. Yeah. So to hear Nas, it once again shows you Nas loved hip hop, man. 
When Biggie yeah. said, remember rapper Duke, yeah. da-ha, da-ha? Yeah, me and you remember that. Yeah. Just like Nas. Yeah. Talking about that shit. So, this queen politics. politics. That Dr. Ice, that Dr. Ice is my favorite member from UTFO. Yo, I don't think it's a fake kangaroo kid. I thought they had the illest names. I thought at that point they had the illest names of hip hop. <laughs> educated rapper. Educated rapper. Yo, was it Yo, DJ I'm again? What was it DJ again? I used to look at the album cover and just look at that shit. Yeah. And stare at it like, Yo, it is so dope. Hold on. What was that DJ again? The DJ's name, Mixmasters. Um, oh, Ain't that DJ right, Mixmaster ICE? Yeah. Um. Yo, dope song, man. Prodigy Mural getting the, the face. We even had a show about that the day when Prodigy Mural get the face. Remember that? On the old channel? I spoke about that shit. So, so this is a song with Nas. Nas felt motivated to write something. You know that Prodigy's Mural getting the face. That shit bothered him. He know that made Kobe look brownish. It made, I mean, it yeah, just look right. whack. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, so, speak, my nigga, we so spoke about it. Yeah, so you notice Nas tried to thread the needle, right? <laughs> the way he talked about it. Damn, man, Prodigy. Like, Nas know what was going on. And he tried to say this is the policy QB or whatever, but it's clear he, he, this was another thing. It was therapeutic. He had to write. So, by the way. Are you saying Nas is disingenuous? No, 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 no. No, I think he oh, okay. need he needs to get this get these bars off. You know what I'm saying? But what's okay. your take on the song? The, the production and 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 you know, I like the production. I don't like the I like the uh, other P-Rock song. Art of it beat more than this particular P-Rock beat. You know what I'm saying? If I had to pick beats to rap off, it'd be that one. The Art of it, other beats. Right. Um, I think what Tyler spoke about it, man. Tribute to Prodigy. Like I said, it gave me a destroy and rebuild part two kind of vibe. UTFO, Juice Crew Talk. I love all the name dropping. So, yeah, I rock. This is a song that's going to make the playlist. You know what I'm saying? Um, next song, my guy, Beautiful Life, featuring second time Shorty's on the, on the hook. Ravon, produced by No ID. Chicago, what's good? This this sounds like a No ID song. This sounds like it was off Life is Good because No ID produced half of Life is Good. Remember? <laughs> It, so this Thanks. sounds like it was supposed to be on Life is Good. There's no question about it to me. Um, Nas gives you three verses. Nas talks about uh, Carmen writing the book and how that affected him. Yep. He talks about Large Pro. Mm-hmm. He talks about Akineli. Mm-hmm. He talks about his brother. Mm-hmm. I like when Nas gets in this, in this kind of bag. Talk about a brother like he has in Pennsylvania. Kind of about another brother he has in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like when he gets in this kind of bag. Now, let, me, let me do a quick sidebar on No ID. The way Nas is rhyming on this, where he's telling the story, growing up, and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I promise you guys, and I'll tell you this. When No ID produced Resurrection by Common, Common oh, had about wow. eight songs like this, where Common used to just talk about growing up in Chicago. He used to name drive different places. Like, Resurrection by Fire album. No, I, Four mics, let, me ask you a question. let me ask you a question. This is a real convers a question I'm asking you. All right. Google and Primo or no idea in common. You ask my my nigga, you should know my answer to that, my nigga. Who is the guru? Okay. Who is the gangstar flag like I do? I mean You, you but, 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 Primo, no, man. you wear the gangstar flag because Google is underappreciated. People don't give him the respect mm-hmm. he deserves. That's why you do that. 
I gotta get Drew but and Green, man. But you heard Resurrection. Well, I've even you thinking heard though. Did, it all makes sense. Nah, I gotta go Drew and Green, man. No, no, no. I, it's too much that, work. But, but the thing is, I think what people don't know is I think the greatest MC New ID has worked with is Common. Yes, I agree with that. I and No ID did, did bless Hove on 444. I know you don't like that too much, but he did bless Hove with the production on 444. Um, next song, my guy. Highly favorite produced second track by the Resurrector, Rizza Abbott. Tragedy, talk to me, man. I think Nas freaked the flow on this beat, and I thought it was the LB. I'm glad you told me Rizza because I didn't know who, who, who had produced this one. So yeah. I like that. You know what? I would love, wouldn't you love to just sit in on a studio session with the Rizza and Nas? I would love that, bro. Jesus, man. Yeah. Here's another thing about Nas that I like, and, and we're finding out about this. Don't you love the fact that Nas constantly salutes the history of hip hop when he raps? Always. He always does. That's one thing about because Nas. He you, always has I, done that. So, like, like, he still raps as dope as he is. Do people before him? That means everything to him. You know what Son, I'm saying? That's why G rap. That's why G rap and Rakim love that nigga, man. And you know what I'm Yes, that's the yes. Great. facts, facts. Because, that's great. because, Nicky but D. you know, but Jadakiss does the same thing. Jadakiss does the same thing. Papoose yeah, does Jadikus the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. When they see those late yeah. 80s guys, man, you can't get no better. That's what I think people South don't West. understand. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like that Nas does that. Right. What do you think about the song overall, though? Sorry. It's high. It's high. It's the other one. Uh, I like. I like Takita. I like. like I like old, Tunisia better. It feels like an old beat though. I like. I like Tunisia better. <laughs> Me too. Um, last joint, my guy. Bad and energy produced by Swizz Beats and A Rap Music, man. I love this song. Now, on my playlist, this is the first song, and okay. this song is yet another song where Nas does two things that I'm going to tell you guys that he did. And y'all going to be like, but I knew that. No, you kidding, motherfuckers. <laughs> Nas, LB, Nas rapping, it's all ill. And I told you this off air, so you know where, you, you know where I'm going. Right. When Nas goes into this smooth, the hustler flow, Nas is paying homage to one of his favorite hip-hop songs of all time, Broken Language. Broken this is language. not the first time Nas has used the smooth hustle flow. Anytime you hear somebody go, the corner stander, the gun holder, that's the that's ill smooth. rhyme say, when you That's when we trigger the gambler. When you hear that, that is smooth, trigger the gambler. Saratoga Ave. That's what you're listening to. Facts, nigga. That clearly impacted Nas. Clearly. Mm-hmm. He rapped like but that. It kind of impacted the game and niggas like me and you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know when I heard I thought the voice shit ever. I understand. You know when I heard I thought the voice shit I ever heard, and when Nas heard it, I vividly remember him going to Hot 97. They said, "Yo, what you listen to right now? Yo, that joint right there, y'all playing in the background. That joint right there, and it was broken language." And that's I why like niggas be acting. But that's why when niggas be acting, I'm crazy. They can never smooth the hustle in '96. I be laughing at niggas. No, like, no, you're not. You're not. Y'all was not outside. Y'all was not outside with us, bro. What, do you remember when Red Man did um? Broken language. Remember when Reddit Method Man yes, broken language? Nigga, oh, okay. So my point is this: every every rapper that y'all idolize and think is some legend, ask them niggas. Say, yo, what you what you think about Smooth Hustler? 
them niggas will have a story for you. Okay? Right. You can't impact right. hip hop and not have a long run. Um, so I like mm-hmm. when 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 said still miss Big Papa. You know I love when he said that because I still miss Big Papa. Right. So I think it's a dope song. I like I like No Bad Energy. So my playlist it actually starts with No Bad Energy and then it goes to Vernon, then it goes to the Lost Freestyle. So yeah, so it goes right. to No Bad Energy. To Vernon. I watch. I, it, this is a part of the show. This is the part of the show where people want to hear how many mics we giving this. Set it off, my G. How much mics? I give this. Uh, let me. I give this a strong four mics for me. And why it's a strong four mics, if you listen to how we talked about every song, there's literally, and this is a fact, there's literally only two songs on here that I actually don't want to listen to again. The rest of the stuff I can just let play because I like what he's talking about. And I like what he's rhyming. I'll give you a better example. Let me tell you how I like this. Listening to this is how I felt when I was listening to the, both, to the two Black Thought albums he put out last, last year. Really? Oh, it's a stream, stream of consciousness. Absolutely, because he's rhyming like that. Because Nas raps like that. Nas has that lyrical uh-huh. ability. Nas raps every bit as good as Black Thought. Absolutely. Showed it on know, this album. That. Absolutely. No debate to it. When Nas starts rapping, hold up. When Nas starts rapping, Nas gives you three verses. There's five songs. I got to I gotta disagree, my nigga. Black Thought on on Benny the Butcher's um, um, I'm not talking about Benny the Butcher. on Freddie the Gift. No, I'm talking about his verses, my nigga. No, no, I'm not going to my verses. Ben, no, no, no. I'm going with, ben, with Black Thought's verses. That's what I'm going with. His verses. You're telling me not on Benny's on project. Voice on, not, uh, Black Thought's verse on Benny? I said his verse. And Freddie Gibbs. And Freddie Gibbs' project. Black Thought's verse on Freddie Gibbs' album is fire too, my G. I'm just, I'm just saying. And guess what? And we just we broke this album down. Nas has a lot of those kind of verses. So let me just speak from my personal perspective on it. Okay. This is only me speaking. The way right. I can listen to Black Thought's albums last year and them two Black Thought's albums made my top ten of last year, that's how I feel listening to this. This is an MC. This is a motherfucker who can rap his ass off and... Two of my favorite MCs who rap better than everybody who raps right now went to Twitter yesterday and was like, what the fuck is niggas talking about? This Nas shit is fine. Nas can rap. Crooked I said it and Ransom said it. That's all the validation I needed. They know. They heard it. They MCs. They had to go to Twitter and be like, yo, fuck y'all niggas talking about. This nigga got it. And I co-signed it 100%. Right. To me, strong no. four mics. Uh-huh. I'm going three and a half mics. Um, I probably a little bit off. You had, you said you don't like two songs. I'm probably going to go three to four songs if they make my playlist. Um, a project that I will play, I want to see where it stands up when you and I do our infamous 2019 wrap-up of our favorite albums. just want to see where it stacks up in that top ten order. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Nas. Lost Tapes 2 with your boy 3 and Watts. But we're not finished, my nigga. Something that you and I have been talking about since we've been on these Griselda boys, Watson, is, yeah, it'd be good for Eminem to stand next to them, but we've also felt like they didn't need that Eminem stamp of approval or verse for me and you to rock with them. It's good for them to get the mainstream love. Because I saw some dudes on Twitter saying, I never heard of Conway before. So Eminem put him on, which is kind of wild to me, but niggas was claiming they love hip-hop. Neither here nor there. I'm not taking no shots to nobody. It's cool. You know who you are. 
Um, but they just released a song yesterday. It was Conway featuring Eminem, a song called Bang. Not Bang Bang with Capone and Noriega and Foxy Brown, even though Foxy did eat up Capone and Noriega. She did have a better verse on Bang Bang. We didn't even skew that on PSA Hip Hop. Watch. Talk to me, my guy. Conway, Eminem, Bang. I love this song. I love oh, Conway. Okay, look how much I love this song. Everyone Conway's verse over and over again. And I can't stop playing Conway's verse. I can't I cannot stop playing Conway's verse. I think it is raw. I think it is gutter. And I think this is the Conway. If he puts together an album like this with Darringer giving him this kind of production, because I like this beat. I like this beat. This is what I believe. This is what I believe Conway could do. Conway verse, fire. Let me tell you how fire Conway verse is. This verse Conway spit way better than this verse on on, on the plugs I met. Way better. Agree. No Agree. Debate. Agree. No debate. There's no debate in that. Okay. No so, debate in that. So, so you no can debate that. We're on the same page. I like this shit. This shit is hardcore. Flow. I, I like, mind you now, if you notice, I'm only talking about Conway verse. You notice that, right? All right, we're not we're not gonna go yeah, in verse right. Let's stay on Conway. Let's stay let's stay on Conway. I tell you niggas like Kyrie suck my D. What did Kyrie tell niggas? Invite niggas to his private parts. Did I miss something on that? <laughs> no. I was asking. I when I heard it, I was like, No, I think we talked you know sports what, here. You know I'm what like, I thought about? I thought he meant when he left the way he left Boston. Like fuck y'all niggas, mm. I'm out. Okay, <laughs> that's, all right. That's the only all thing right. I can think of. Okay, all right, we're wrong with that then. We're wrong, we're wrong with that. My shooter got Dame Dillard from the elbow aim. I thought of that when I was courtside at the Mellow game. Was this? Did he make this track when OKC was playing? Yeah, it sounds like I'm not it, nitpicking. right? I'm not nitpicking. I'm just reading the bars, man. And, you know, I, Conway's verse was dope. Very dope. Did I like the beat as much as you did? Probably not. I um, love the beat. I the thing love with Conway, the beat. he likes those dark horror. Like Conway would, would probably would love production from the Grave Diggers. I'm pretty. I can hear Conway rap taking them Grave Diggers beats that the Grave Diggers used to rap on, and just go berserk on the shit. Yo, let me ask you. Three cups of blood. Was Prince Paul doing any of that production? Yeah, Prince Paul was doing some production with the Grave Diggers by G. That's a super fact. So link. So link up Conway with Prince Paul, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Prince Paul's a legend. He's a legend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Let's talk about Marshall's verse, man. Your thoughts Let about Marshall's you, verse, sir. I don't understand it. Now, this is not a critique that he can't rap. It's not about him not knowing how to rap. It's why he chose this style, this voice projection, this tone on a song where you got to get raw and get busy, I did not understand it. You know, I didn't understand it. So it's not that it's a – that he can't rap, but it's like I don't understand why Conway's spitting his raw gutter shit and you coming with – like you gave him a verse that you would – like you was on a D12 song. Like you, in, you know, nigga, he gave us a joint like he was beefing with the can, um, sauce or sauce, like um, magazine era and all that, Ja Rule era and all that. Well, Obi Trice still out here making joints, like that's how it felt like 0304 to me. It's verse, 
Starting beef with cannabis, talking about Ja Rule. Lorena Bobbitt. Like, really? Am you talking about Lorena Bobbitt? Like, <laughs> like when I heard that, I'm like, yo, I didn't get it. Because I wanted to say, yo, man, you, you just you threw him a verse that was in the stash, but then you shout the out on the same song. Was M's verse bad, or was it the flow and the cadence and the delivery and the funny voice? It wasn't the All flow. of the above. M all does, of the above M in my John Jonathan's voice. voice. M does, here's the thing. I think he did not use, he didn't use the right vocal projection and the right aggression on this kind of track. Conway gave you a fire. See, this is the problem when Eminem is who he is, who is a god. You got to be like, yo, Em, my nigga, what are you doing, man? I want me and you, we didn't, just give me that patient waiting, Eminem. Is Conway going to tell Eminem that, though? Is Conway no, going to tell No, he's not. No, 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 he's not. I'm talking to you. Uh, listen, listen, I'm right. talking to you. This is the same exact thing M did when M did that kill shot to to um Machine Gun Kelly. When M wrote that, niggas like worked to five nine and everybody was like, Oh, are you killing him? Oh man, man, man. are you crazy? Mm. It's like because of who Eminem is, nobody can tell him, Yo, my nigga. Carl supposed to be like, Yo, my nigga, this is supposed to be our patient waiting. Rap like you mm. getting busy. Rap like you rapping. Mm. <sighs> to me, this is this is you so happy to get an Eminem you know verse. What? You'll let M do whatever you want. Do you think Conway likes the verse a lot? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Because it's Eminem, and Eminem on his track has given it more eyes than anybody. No, 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 no. no. There's one thing to be appreciative of a verse, but do you no, like no, no. the verse? I think I yes, I do. Absolutely, there's no question about it. He's promoting this hard body. He, I'm telling you, he's happy with this. I'll tell you why. Conway, okay, I'll give a, my nigga, let, my nigga, hold on, hold on. I've done interviews, hold on. I've done interviews, hold on, fam. I've done interviews that I, that I don't like that much, and I promoted it, but that don't mean it was my favorite interviews. I, I'm gonna that go I've had. Have. So I'll tell you why. Me and you both know his song with Buster Moms is better than this. Would you agree? Would you like Conway with the Lando Lake? Yes, Conway. Yeah, the lady's my right? shit. Yeah, about five twice on Sunday. Uh, uh, right? Also, would you agree that his song with Red Corn is better than this? My fault. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. But those songs, okay. those songs, that's not what he want right now. He want what Eminem could give him. And if Eminem's going to get in the studio with you and Eminem's going to give you verses, you're happy. That, that's 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 mm. so I believe he's happy. Me and you are breaking this down from we're not we we, we don't have to we can we can critique it for real. Right. You can't have Conway give a hardcore verse like this and then M you doing funny change voices. You talking about Jabu? Why is M doing a funny voice shit though? You talking about Jabu cannabis? Right. Then, you, then you're trying to do the updated today's flow. Yeah, remember this time? Remember this time? I'm like, come on, what are you doing? You going back to you that relapse you. shit, man. <laughs> that relapse flow. I did not like that. So, that relapse album, my Eminem was terrible. God, that was terrible. I, 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 there were songs on there that I liked. There were songs on there that I liked. I like recovery way more than relapse, by far. Well, that's why, that's why he came out recovery. Because, because when he saw that, people was not fucking with it. Imagine if there was social media 
when relapse came out, when relapse M would have got it worse than oh, he got it. He would have got it worse than he got it with 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 revival. Because people would be like, why is he rapping like? Would he have got it worse? Would he would he have, yes. would he have got it worse than Jay Z when Hov dropped Magna Carta though? Because I was performing Hope that shit on got, Twitter. Hope, Hope would, Hope would not have gotten trash Magna Carta. I remember Elliot Wilson. I was on Twitter. I remember Twitter was popping in 2013. Elliot Wilson and Bob Marksman were like, I like Magna Carta. Bob Marksman. I like he Magna Carta. when me and Bob Marksman had a falling he out. Broke That's too. when I realized it was just a whole dick rider. Um, I like Magna Carta. I don't know why people not liking it. You work in titles. You work for Elliot Wilson, and you'll never say a bad word about Hope. So Elliot Wilson like and they I didn't like Blueprint 3. Hope. Hope survived Magna Carta in the social media era. Niggas wasn't flaming him. I'm the only nigga who was flaming him for that Picasso baby, Tom Ford, for like that Picasso trash baby, he did with Justin Timberlake. No, 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 no. That trash he did with Nas on Magna Carta, that was the worst collaboration by two top tier God MCs, my nigga. That was a I, No, no. I, I don't know why Jay. That was trash. Worse than worse than Buster, BMX, and Jay Z when they're all in their lyrical prime. It was, it was. They're That's always bad the too. Of the game. Yeah, I still got to go to Jay and Nas song on Magna Carta, man. That beat was terrible. That whole had on Magna Carta for him and Nas to rap off. Wow, that beat was trash. I don't know Tata Guru, somebody. I don't know who told Jay. That young Guru, Young Guru told him it was dope. Young Guru, Young Guru yeah, told right. him it was dope. Yeah. <laughs> so but back, back to the song, to back, back back. To I like the song, man. But is it a song that I'm gonna play on a regular? I don't know. And I, what project is it coming from? Is this a song? No, nah, this masses? is coming from his album. I, let me tell you something. The song on the strength of how dope I think the beat is and how dope Conway's verses. This song will definitely get replay value for me. I like this song. I just feel that Eminem did I'm not approach this song, song the right way. Eminem. And a Griselda member, want a little more. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, now I'm gonna tell you this. How old track. is this song? Let's keep it real. How old is this song? This song might have been in the stash for a minute. Are we saying 2016 or 2018-ish? No, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just saying. Remember, remember he they been signed with Shady. Remember Shady been with them. He been in the studio. That's what I'm with saying them. they 2017 then. So I'm just saying, we don't know how old this song is because M's verse, M, this is what I want to know. You're getting on a song with the, the, the Wall Street niggas in hip-hop right now. Why do you feel that you, this is the time to talk about Ja Rule and Cannabis and Lorena Bobbitt? I don't know when he was. Uh, Shady Records like, back at it again. I don't know. Uh, I just don't so see the correlation because. The beef is dead. That shit is I, dead I don't to even me. know like, why you're bringing about it back up. I mean, first uh, of all, if you don't know that the, the, the Lorena Bobbitt shit really bothered me because it's like, dude, there's <laughs> so much to talk shit really about. It's me. like, are you, are you stuck in a, a time machine and you don't know what to talk about? You, you don't have a updated pop reference? You know what I'm saying? Like, you literally talk about shit from 18, Let me ask you a question. Does M sound happy to you when he's he rapping? Do you sound happy to you? Because you can have an edge. Hold up. You can have an edge and still sound happy when you're rapping. 
I will say this. I believe M has a love for hip-hop greater, as great as anyone who loves hip-hop. And he does it in actions and words. Remember, he right found now. them niggas. When nobody else had them, he did. He did. Yeah. You don't, You might not have to Thank like what he's doing with them, but he did it. You may not have to like how it, how the music or whatever, but the fact that he did it shows you that your pop still matters to him. It still means something. I and like this really song. Popping. I like this uh-huh. song. I see somebody saying, love it, love it. I'm not mad at that. I don't know if I love it, love it. Like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. I, I love I, This is a song. You know what I'm I'll saying? Say That's why right I know this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt people's feelings. If Conway gave us a second verse with no M, it would be a better song. I'm not mad at that though. That's gonna hurt niggas' feelings. Really? It's gonna yeah. It's really. Well, I agree. Because niggas think we want to. I agree. Niggas think we want to hear. Niggas think we want to hear about uh, Ja and uh and cannabis and Lorraine Bobby. I don't want to hear about Ja. I don't want to hear about Lorraine Bobby. I don't want to hear about the niggas. You don't, you don't like, want to hear about the man. No. That shit is old. That flow and delivery is nasty, man. And you know what's crazy? Yeah, but I will tell you this. Let me tell you my hip-hop soul. The second I knew that song was out, I stopped whatever I was doing in life to listen to it. Me too. I pressed the that, showed me, that, that showed me that that she did something there. That the fact that I was like, what? Oh, shit. I got to stop whatever I'm doing and hear this right now. That's what I did. When, when As soon as he released that shit. When, as soon as he released it, they say, released it 16 minutes ago. When I went on YouTube to play it, he just put that shit up. I was like, damn. Oh, mm. I want to hear Benny and Emma. But I think Conway and Emma going to have better continuity than Benny and um, Emma. And Emma when it comes to their music. I can't Conway and M doing more music together than Benny and M. See, the thing is, I think Conway and M have music in their stash. Because remember, when it was remember it was West Side. I think they have more. I think they have more in common. I think they have more in common when it comes to music than Benny and M. Conway being his own all the bad. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What did M and Fifty have in common? What did M and Fifty have in common? Absolutely nothing. I mean, you're right. But them niggas was in the studio and they put out mad music together. So you don't gotta have nothing in common. If he, if he, if you a dope lyricist and then Fifty could tell his story and M fed off that energy. Ever though, why? He talking about prime M no, my nigga. And that jump shot and a euro step. So like, so, let me tell you this. M still can rap like that. There are a few MCs who. Do, do, See, M chooses and decides when to be serious or not. He has a fault where, because nobody has the courage or heart to tell him, what are you doing? We damn sure know it ain't, we damn sure know it ain't on Royce the 5'9", because Royce was like talking about revival was fire. We flamed Royce for that shit on the old channel. We flamed him for that. Sorry, Royce, what we did for you. We love you, Royce, but we flamed you, though. You got to keep it real. It's light, but, you know. You're right, but, but that's the point. When you can be locked inside of a studio rapping with an Indian accent like you're a beep from The Simpsons and no one tell you why are you rapping like that for an entire album? And then Eminem says, I listened to the album again and I said to myself, why was I rapping like that? Because nobody told you what the fuck are you doing? 
I'm telling you, when you are a, a great artist, there has to be give and take. See, this is the problem I have what? with Jay and Eminem. Why did he say Joe Bunner's name? Why did he say Joe Bunner's name? Why say more current names of people that was talking so, sideways? I agree. No shot of Machine Gun Kelly again? Like, I, I, I agree. Uh, I, agree. I, I agree. And that's the problem I have. The success of Jay-Z and Eminem is so great that I believe if artists get an opportunity to get in a studio with them or get a verse from them, they will not say one word. The only thing that artist is thinking about is, I can't believe I got a song. Right now, you get a song from Jay-Z. The only thing on your mind is, I got a song from a billionaire MC. So Jay-Z can get on yeah. the mic and do the do, do a whisper flow on you, and you'll be like, oh, shit. Jay, Jay's like, not like, going to give you a whack verse like that, though, my nigga. Relax. Well, they don't give you a terrible verse. Come on now. I got the keys. Like I got the keys. Wait, wait. I got the keys. I got the keys. You rapping future. You rapping future. He goes right with future. He goes right with future. It's not going light. It's, it's, light. it's, it's not going light. It's like my nigga, but they're popular. They those were the popular dudes. With no bars. In the fact that, huh? With no bars. My point is this. Jay-Z and Eminem have transcended hip-hop so much, no one can tell them. The only people they will listen to, honestly, is producers. I think only producers depends, are the only depends people. Depends on the producer. Depends agree, on the producer, agree. I think. It depends on the producer. I agree. But, it, but, but I, what can you tell them at this stage in their career? That's the issue. So if they want to get, so if M wants to, if M wants to rap in this Indian act, Indian American accent, they will accept it. Cause he damn near did it with this shit. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, M? Why are you rapping like this? And here's yeah. the thing, people are like yo, this, this is prime M, this is the old M. I'm reading YouTube comments right now. They're like, yo, you hear this verse M? This is the crazy M verse. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to the Dreamville Project at all? No. I tried to. I tried to. There's too much other niggas on there. It's not, it's not like a bunch of low-budget Wu-Tang niggas that Joe Cole has on his squad. A lot of niggas I've never heard of before, man. Try to get a listen. Remember, when, when we first listened to Wu, they were no-name low-budget niggas. That's what niggas I, had no yeah. name, no album, no nothing. That's I like they T.I.D., were. but the other niggas. T.I.D. is busy, Well, put it this way. You you would have to educate me on the whole Dreamville crew because I will tell you I know nothing about them. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about them or their music. And, no, it will not. that's not something I'm looking forward to. What I'm, you know, I'm listening to the it's third special project he just put out. Yo, I know that, but uh, well, big I'm listening to the best project he just put out, and I'm listening to the Nas joint. Okay. Okay. Listening to that also. Listening to those vocals projects and stuff. There's a lot of um, G-Dap lately. I was playing G-Dap earlier. Were you G-Dap head? You playing G-Dap? They can sleep on... Yeah. My nigga, nigga, yo, my nigga, G-Dap doesn't get props. The nigga had a song on Rock Kim and G-Rap, my nigga. Nobody talks about nobody that. talks about that song? Nigga had a song, song with Rock Kim and G-Rap. And, and guess what? Come and Rock on, Kim and G-Rap did, did, And guess what? And did Rock Kim and G-Rap half-ass him on the verse, or did they go, or did they give him a verse like they really rapping? Nah, they gave that nigga they gave a, a real they verse. Gave, they gave Depp a fire verse, a real verse, man. Not no fucking C-minus. 
his verse and funny flow and cadence and all that shit. Sounding like rock and G rap. That's what it sounded like to me. I like G Depp a lot, man. I'm a young nigga who's a black rob. I never liked black rob. Yo, yo, listen, listen, listen. G Depp's verse on the mall mean everything to me. What? On Google? What? G Depp's verse Damn. on the mall. He had a better verse everything. than Google, man. Let's keep it tall. He had a better verse than Guru. Let's keep it extra tall. Tell me I'm lying. Uh, you're you're right. Who snatched it? You're right. On 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 um Gangstar's album. Crumb Snatcher verse was fire. What? Fire, 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 man. Fire, fire. What is one of the dopest hmm? verses of uh one of the dopest verses of 1998 was Crumb Snatcher's verse. That verse talks to my soul to this day. That's yeah, the first man. from 21 Bro, years ago. Kill that shit. Kill that shit. We said ignorant riches spread it in the streets like it was cancer. What? Yo, that nigga was smoking on there, man. I'm not going to lie, though. Guru on some collabs, though, man. Like, I, I watched a couple of times. Man. I ain't going to lie. Jada watched him on right reach, man. He didn't watch him, but, you know. He didn't watch him. It was the 25th anniversary <laughs> of, um, hmm? of what? Of um, Guru's birthday, I think it was earlier this week. It was the anniversary of his passing, I think, something like that. Sometime. Yeah, it was. I, I one, one, one of one of the saddest things in hip hop. Yeah, one of the saddest things on hip hop is me and you are old enough to remember that they had a bad breakup. Yeah, and Solar and all that. Got they, had, they, 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 hell, they, yeah. they had a very, very bad breakup, and I, I hated that for such a legendary, iconic. Duo, Son, you know what I'm saying? Cool and cool. and, on, and the thing is, you talk Eric B and Rakim and Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, but Guru and Preem, man, come on, man. Uh, does does DJ Polo even get the flowers he deserves? No, he does not. No, he doesn't. He and doesn't. Right. And let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you why. You're a hundred percent right. Guru did something, came. Rakim, G-Rap, Slick Rick could not do. He came out in their era and then excelled and exploded in the 90s, which is the greatest decade of hip-hop. The 98, nigga. the greatest All the way to the owner's album, 2003. But 98 was the album. Moment of Truth. That Moment of Truth album was... The source gave it four and a half. And, um... And, um... And, and 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 people don't understand that he's had anthems. He's had New York summer anthems. Dwick was a New York summer oh anthem. Damn. It was the biggest song that summer. And Damn. I guess you know, nicest movies on it. People don't respect it. But Guru does not get the flowers. Like it's you know, talking to you, you're like the only person who ever like really. The sidebar. Oh, are niggas fronting on nice and smooth? I heard you say yes. Niggas, oh. yes, yes. I can't yes, do that. They're nice to eat a smoothie, man. Yes, I can't do yes, that. Yes, they are. I can't. Sometimes I'm sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'm quick. Nah, we ain't doing that. I bought Gary Nice smoothies uh, off his album. I got that shit. I'm gonna tell and you this right album. now. This is a how many lighters on my line is like. How many blunts on my line is like. Let me tell you something so you can understand this. I want you to understand this really clearly. I played Nice and Smooth's first album 
Long with the King. Sometimes I rhyme slow. Sometimes I rhyme quick. Is, what? No, no, smooth no. That's problem. Dizzy Gillespie. No, I know, but smooth beat out verse or sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick is not legendary. Smooth, smooth verse. Smooth B is an unsung MC legend that gets that lost in the was doing the harmonizing shit and before a lot of niggas do. Let's, 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 let's put that out there also. Uh, he was doing that harmonizing hook. And um, I will tell you this right now. And I will tell you this right now. Let me ask you this, and this is real talk. Who, on a non-lyrical way, but in terms of how they delivered their their verse meant more to you, Greg Nice or Nori? All right, what song are we talking? Not what it's not what song we're talking. We're talking Nori's prime, Greg Nice prime. I gotta go with Nori, my nigga. I gotta go N O. I gotta go N O, man. N O. Your Nori from ninety. Because this is how I look at it. Nori did hold down that 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 War Report album because Capone was not on a lot of tracks. I think he was locked up at the time and shit. So you know Nori was out holding down that album, son. Going into N O R E, we're saying what ninety? We're talking ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. Blood Money. Well, Nori had a nice year, a two year run. Okay, and, and now we're too. talking about like, now we're talking about nice and smooth run from eighty nine to ninety four. And Greg Knight nice versus Greg Knight Funk. I'll tell you this. I, this is what I'll tell you. Give me the Nori Capone song you like better than Funky for You. Damn, I love Funky for You, though, man. But it's kind of like, it's just a different era, though, man, because that's what 90 it's Nah, 90. man, it's about impact and how you felt. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so impact. And how you felt listening to it when you heard it. Now, mind you, you're listening to Funky for You. When Rakim, Kane, G-Vap, Chuck D, all these dudes yes, are out and are in their prime. And did you have time? Were they sitting at the table, though? Huh. Were they sitting at the table, though, with these niggas? Yes! I don't know they sitting at the table, Rakim. Yo, wait a minute. Anything goes when it comes to hoes because pimping ain't easy? Who was that? Easy. That was Kane and Max and He was with them the first they were in the building sitting at the table with the nicest niggas. And they were putting out the songs, and they songs right there. I don't right think there. niggas had them on a lyrical tip, though, on a lyrical tip. Now, they wasn't at the table with you, rap. Nah. I don't, I don't know if we had y'all on a lyrical tip, but we played them as much. We played them yeah, facts, as facts, much. Facts, facts, facts. And they videos that Mad Burn on your own TV raps. Mad Burn. How do you describe the fact that we know Rakim and Kane Literally nicer than Greg Nice's will be, but at the same time as me saying that, we played Nice and Smooth album just as much yeah. as theirs. Well, I know yeah. I, I know I, I blocked it. No, I did. I did heavy, 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 my G. Heavy. I see you on Nitro, and I'm hyped, so I'll never believe that you could deceive me. Yo, this shit, nigga, we was word for word, Greg Nice. Yeah, word I did like Nice and Smooth, hard body though. Yeah, word for word, line for line. That's a fact. That's a fact. Swing again. Nice I'm feeling fun. Let's be real. Greg Nice did set off. Greg Nice did set off Dwight Lovely too, man. Let's not. Let's not. You know what I mean? Short change. Yeah. Greg Nice verse on. That's ninety two. So wait a minute. So that's ninety two. So that's eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, ninety two, man. That's nice. Come on, that's a run. But I don't look at it. A, a great, a, a big impact. A big, big. We like them. 
all right, I'm not gonna say they were like young, like um, who was the niggas that did um blue cheese and all that? What's their names again? You, uh, you putting them on you know, that I'm level? I don't know if they were on that. Nah, I would put Nice and Smooth. You're over putting them, them on UMC? You're saying, you talking about UMCs? Yes, UMCs. Blue Cheese, I, Blue right. I, I, what about what about Blue Cheese? Okay, hold on. Hold on. That's a sex man more to me than Nice and Smooth. Had a more impact for me than Greg Nice and, Greg, um, Greg nice and Smooth. That's a sex. I'm going to keep it real. I don't know how you feel about that, but I will put Das. Over nice and smooth. You pondering? <laughs> Are you going to the mental with that one? What are we doing? <laughs> you got to ponder that one, my G? Break it up a little bit. Yo. Oh, this thing's breaking up. Yo. Uh, hold on. What you say, fam? Yo, you good? No, I'm saying that I uh I was heavily. I got dabs on the last nice smooth. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't it, because here's the way that I look at it. Smooth I mean, that's listen, a fix? Here's why. Here's why. Here's why I tell you that. Wow. I was I was already in nah. college when nice and smooth came out. I was already in college when nice and smooth came out. The the rappers who impacted me while I was in high school. That the, the, people don't understand that impact is different because you gotta understand. Just you know how it was. We would go to school. The whole school's rapping the same song. Everybody's yes. in the lunchroom. We beatboxing. We 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 arguing about Marley Mall in control every day, all day. We arguing about Jack and Terrence, Craig Jim, Marley Mall. Like th- that impact is bigger than shit. Because once once you get into adulthood, man, you don't know what. Who, who who listening to what and how it impact anybody else? Damn. But I know how that music was impacting everybody. I love that's that's a, my nigga. Let's be clear, Mike Checker, Justin Men, Lucy. Yes. I, I, I didn't even go into they going to sex. Yeah. I went to other songs. Okay, so Mike Checker. I went to I went to other songs. So Lucy was my shit. Let me tell you how much I love that's effect. Lucy. I, I remember Lucy. Every album. Shit. I bought every that's effect album in the nineties. I never gave up on the second album. Was kinda, uh, I love the that. second album was kind of. Uh, I love the second album. You see? The second album. The second album, they were just straight rapping. I love it. I love the second album. I got the third album, too, and the fourth album. Like, I was, and, and I bought it. You're better than me. God bless you, nigga. So, I was a big Dr. Sex fan, but in terms of impact on me personally, nice and smooth, man. Very unsung, underrated. History is not doing them justice because the people, the gatekeepers of hip hop who were there, don't do enough to mm-hmm. preserve the memory right. of the great right. these MCs. That's just that. Um, how you feel about the beat nuts? Love the beat nuts. Love the beat. Okay, I tell you this. Like old last week, Juju. Big, big, big beat nuts had a big impact on me, man. Beat. Let me tell you about beat, beat nuts and P Rock and Seal Smooth. I got into them at the same time because they both they were like this new wave yeah. of different MCs coming that around. Era. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. fucking with the beat. Like, that shit popped the trunk when I popped the trunk. Hit the deck, John Wayne couldn't. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. Like that was my song. Here I come up, your block driving drunk, smoking skunk, looking for a punk to beat. The that was my shit. Who? I don't think the beat must get enough Who? props. 
The B nuts. I don't think they get enough. They just do. Let me take it. I bought every B nuts album in the nineties. And then I bought two of them. The first two. The third one was the one that had that um the one with Pun. That was their third album. Yeah, that was their third album. Yeah, that's the biggest hit they ever had. Well, commercial success. But we liked them before that though. So before the link up with Pun, but. It's off the books this year. Yeah, I thought, yeah, the Beatnuts, big. I'm a big Beatnuts fan. Man, the 90s was just so great, man. It was so much better. My the nigga, fact that we were. I was a big K Solo fan, my nigga. A big K Solo fan. So was I. Solo. And, and, and wait a minute. Let me tell you how much of a big K Solo fan. Why? Let me ask you this question. Why, in your opinion, is DMX nicer than him? Tom, what, 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 is your, what are you judging it on? Forget. Why is DMX uh, better than K Solo? And DMX is rapping. It's I want pa- you to tell it's me passion, why. Man. It's the saying. voice. It's the voice. It's the passion. It's the look that DMX came. I always say about DMX. He came right after the bad boy era, my nigga. Like we cannot like he, DMX. What the grinding shit back to hip hop, my dude. Whether niggas want to give it up or not, he really did, son. He really did. You really brought that street gutter shit back. Why do you like? You know why saying? do you like DMX as an MC? Forget his performing because you always don't throw the performing in there. As an MC, I love his performance. What What do you like DMX over K Solo about? Because you said you used to yeah, love K Solo. Yeah, like X is speaking more from the heart. It speak like X is speaking more from the heart when he's rapping. The song "The Future." What does that song mean to you? What did the song "The Fugitive" oh, my nigga, mean? Fugitive is one. Yo, my nigga, the yo, fam, I can play Fugitive right now and get so hyped now. And this lit. my second question. Like it's the first time I heard. This it. my second question. The Fugitive or Get At Me Dog? What song means more to you? Get at me, dog. Believe it or not, man. Get at me, dog. My love. I, I, get I, at I, me, I, dog. You man. know, you know, you know. I'm I having such a hard time believing that. I'm having Why? such a hard time believing it. My nigga, but, get but, up. Yo, my nigga, I, I, you, I, I, I believe it? You act like you forget. No, my nigga, in the my nigga. Man, I wish you go back in the time machine. You forget when Get At Me Dog drop, my nigga? No, no, here's mm-hmm. the thing. No, I don't. No, I don't forget. What? But that's what I'm asking you. I'm not asking you the impact and how people go crazy. I'm asking you personally. Your personal hip-hop experience with your ears here. To you. Get at me, dog. Well, if you want to go there, man, I can't hold it back. I can't. We can talk about I can't hold it back. We can talk about Letterman. We can talk about um, your mom's in my business. Yo, my mom's in my business might have meant more to me than Get at Me Dog, believe it or not. Because I used to play that song okay, religiously. Right. I, 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 all I'm saying crazy. is that I know people are like, how and, do you call it K-Solo? And the song on Muddy Waters with Redman and K-Solo. That was crazy. That was wild. That was crack. <laughs> But according to people, Muddy Waters is a dated album. Muddy Waters is still a classic, though, man. I'm sorry. It's still a classic, man. It's still a classic. But what it was at the time, whatever, man, and all that, that was my shit. I'm not going to front. That was my joint. Superman Lover and all that. I love that shit, man. So, so, so to you, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to ask you something, and I'm scared to hear your answer. Hmm? DMX had a bigger impact on you than Redman. No. 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 Not a Redman. Nope. Nope. Can't say that, sir. I don't... The way you... The because way you I ran... Passion, I ran... No, no, no. You got to say something, my nigga. I was... I went to see Redman. 
in 94, 95, and it was like, it meant everything that you need to see Redman. Like, I'm, I'm, I ain't going to hold you. Like, that shit meant I saw Redman. I saw Redman in concert with Brand Nubians, but Grand Poobah wasn't with them. This was in 96. Mm. That shit was so... The twins were still as DJs back then. They, they, the twins? <laughs> yeah. The hip-hop feel in that room, it was like the purest hip-hop that you're going to get, man. You're getting brand new wins. You're getting... Oh, doctor. <laughs> you're getting to slow down. Oh, doctor. Huh? Now, I'm surprised because I know you hold DMX in very high standards, so that's why I was... Because, you know, a lot of people would not put Redman over DMX because they consider DMX's run on Mount Rushmore. Right? Oh, God. He's going in on X already, man. Look at you. Every time you get a chance to X, boy. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. They, I'm just surprised that you put Redman over him because I know how, how important DMX is. Wolfie, nah, I like Redman. No, 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 no. My nigga, Redman's first three albums was classics. That's like, what the album? But, the but, side, ben, but Benny put four classics in a row, though. Benny gave us I four know. classics. Oh, no, 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 I don't know if four classics. Love Benny, but I don't know if they're four classics. Like, what is Benny? Do, do, ah. do you have any critique? Do you have any critique out of, of Benny's last four projects? Your only critique of it is that there wasn't enough man. songs. Right? Right? Isn't that I, your I only critique of uh, A Friend of Ours is not a classic to me. It's a dope album. The classic? Okay. It's a classic. Uh, Benny put four. I'm, I'm not going to call it solid projects because we did a top 10 review and Four of Benny's albums was in the top six of everything we listened to in 2018. What does that mean? Wait, say it again? When we did the top ten, three Uh of Benny's albums was in our top five. Means he's consistent and putting a lot of work. You know what I mean? That's what it means to me. All right. That's what it means to me. But well, Redman Run was 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 phenomenal, my nigga. Like that was like that was some next shit, man. That was some next shit, my dude. I ain't even gonna hold you, man. But that's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Watch the tickets home, my G. PSA Hip Hop, the home of Keith Thurman. Serving? He double? Yeah. The green eye bandit? <laughs> That's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, 3 and Watts, man. Fuck with your boys, man. Fuck.